On today's episode of the Trade Busters podcast, we have episode two of Backtesting Best Practices, Closed Trades versus Mark to Market. If you guys enjoy this content, please take a moment to leave a rating and review so others can find us. And of course, subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest episodes. If you have not already done so, I would also recommend going back and listening to the previous episode, which is episode one of Backtesting Best Practices, Journey vs. Destination. And today I'm going to be referring to a companion spreadsheet or Google Sheets. So if you have not done so, you would want to open that up either on your computer, preferably, maybe on your phone. But um, you can find the link to the sheet in the show notes of this episode as well as at the trading page at www.thetradebusters.com. There is a Google Sheet with multiple tabs. Go to the BBP slash SFT tab and you will find the link to the spreadsheet, which is going to be labeled the same as this episode. So if we go ahead and open this up, you're going to see multiple tabs here, which is um, if you listen to the last episode, you'll you'll see a couple that are familiar, which is TE, which is the Theta Engine strategy, which I back tested, and one called TE No Stops. And of course, there's links at the bottom. If you want to check out the test for yourself, you do need to be an option Omega subscriber and be logged in for these links to bring you to the test so you can look at the same and kind of tinker with it if you want to check it out for yourself. Now, there are two new tabs here, which is TE Mark to Market and TE No Stops Mark to Market. Now, what is Mark to Market? So in the last episode, I mentioned that, you know, having no stops looked great in terms of return, but had a massive 80 plus percent drawdown. But I pointed out at the time that the equity curve looked pretty smooth, right? You don't see that drawdown, even though the drawdown metric was shown in, in the bottom right as well of that chart. But um, the difference is that these were so-called closed trade logs along with the equity curve, meaning that the liquidity or account balance is only marked when a trade is closed, right? So every time you have a profit take or a you know, stop loss, essentially you're taking that cash uh, debit you know, when, uh, or cash credit and you're kind of locking in and adding it to the, the net liquidity, right? And so there's sort of a asynchronous effect where you might be entering trades, you know, daily, for instance. But, you know, if you guys trade data engine, you know that kind of the, the profit takes and the stops tend to come in clusters. So you may just have a bunch of cash added or removed, you know, every so often. But of course, in real life, trades are moving, right? They're moving against you. They're moving for you. You're, you're having unrealized profits. And so this closed trade log and equity curve is essentially a realized profit or loss log mark to market what happens is in the background the back test engine is tracking the unrealized profits of all your positions and accumulating them and aggregating them to the net lick every single day so this is more true to life right this is essentially what you'd actually feel if you were trading these positions and optional mega has essentially a portfolio view um, which uses uh, allows you to combine different strategies to see how they interact, but mainly it also gives you a mark-to-market view, right? So the logs or these screenshots in these mark-to-market tabs are essentially uh, the output for the portfolio view. Now, if we look at just the, the TE with stops, right? TE tab versus TE mark-to-market, you'll see that the general shape of the equity curve isn't all that different, 
the actual where you see the the gains and the losses may be kind of offset a little bit. Again, like I said, it's kind of asynchronous because you're, it's uh, the TE, the original close uh, trade graph is only marking them when you actually take a profit or a stop loss. Whereas for the uh, mark to market, it's kind of like daily, right? So the curve, again, the shape will look similar, but they're gonna maybe be a little offset. Whereas now if we go to the TE no stop equity curve versus the no stop mark to market, this is where you see the big difference. You see that humongous spike, that 80 plus percent drawdown in 2020. So this is one reason why you always wanna be aware. Now, obviously with optional mega, they have both views available. So definitely make use of both of them. But if you're using a different software of backtesting or something that doesn't have the, the mark to market view, you need to be aware of that because sometimes it may be, may be misleading if you think that a strategy looks kind of smooth, for instance, but in fact it has these, you know, it's, it's a lot rockier than you expect. So that's what this mark to market view is. Uh, and that's something, again, you want to always look at that because it gives you a more granular, realistic view of what the strategy is doing in real time. Now, I don't have it here, but hopefully by the time this episode comes down, you're listening to it, I'm going to go ahead and add the closed uh, trade log from Optional Mega. I'll just upload it as a tab, and I'll also upload what's called the daily summary. So mark-to-market, essentially, the Optional Mega, it, again, like I said, they aggregate the PNL of all your positions in real time daily, and it just gives you a mark against the, the net liquidity. And so if you, if you even take that and just graph that against, you know, you can just graph that yourself in Excel, Google Sheets, and you'll see the daily net liquidity of the account. So I'll, I'll also upload the daily summary. Now, a couple things, or maybe one thing I'll note before we wrap up this episode is that there's a, there's a few advantages to each one because when you have a closed trade log, of course, it lets you see in every individual trade so you can analyze it in more in depth. Right. And if you're going to do certain things, uh, which I call post-processing, like trying to tweak um, and these will be in future episodes. But if I want to do a credit targeting adjustment for I want to tweak the, um, the commissioner slippage in a custom way that maybe isn't supported by the back test. Right. It gives you every single transaction so you can kind of put it into a spreadsheet and do some formulas and do some custom stuff. Again, keeping in mind that it's asynchronous, uh, meaning when these trades are realized right it's it's going to be different um, in terms of what's going on in real time of your net liquidity so just keep that in mind with mark to market it kind of flattens all the detail down to a single daily number which is that net liquidity so again there's advantages because you know what's happened here kind of real time but you lose the granularity of the detail of each individual trade so that's not there's not as much stuff you can do in terms of in-depth analysis with just a, a mark to market summary, which is why I like to have both the closed trade log as well as the mark to market summary. But again, being aware that that function is there or being able to look at it so you can see what's really going on, um, I think it's very important to help you understand your back test and how your expectations should be when you're actually trading. Okay, so let's leave it there to, for today. Um, Thank you all for listening, and I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye.